up on today's federal newscast. An update on when feds can expect their retroactive pay raise from earlier this year. The Trump administration is going to examine the federal pay and compensation system altogether. And the White House also looks to build on the president's management agenda one year after its launch. These stories and more in today's federal newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm your host, Eric White. The 1.9% retroactive pay raise for federal employees is in the final legal clearance now. Acting Office of Personnel Management Director Margaret Weikert acknowledges federal employees' frustration with how long it's taken. She says the delay shows why now is a good opportunity to review the current pay and compensation system. With more on how they're going to do that review, here's Federal News Network's Tom Temin. On the assumption that salary is not the primary motivator of job satisfaction, the Office of Management and Budget plans what Deputy Director Margaret Weikert calls a major study of compensation, rewards, and recognition. She says most feds express satisfaction with their pay and benefits, but see no connection between pay and merit. The issue gains importance as the government competes for cyber and other technical talent. I'm Tom Temin. It's been one year since the launch of the president's management agenda, and the administration says it now sees an opportunity to build on many of the 14 cross-agency priority goals outlined in it. Category management is one area that will soon get more focus. Deputy Director for Management Margaret Weikert, yes, same person, says new guidance on category management is coming out later this week from the Office of Management and Budget. The guidance will institutionalize how agencies buy common goods and services and task agencies to develop annual plans to cut procurement spending. President Trump nominates Steve Dixon, a former Delta Airlines pilot and executive, as the next head of the Federal Aviation Administration. Dixon also served as chairman of several industry stakeholder groups and federal advisory committees. Daniel Elwell has been acting FAA chief for 14 months. If confirmed by the Senate, Dixon would step into an agency undergoing scrutiny for its approval of the Boeing 737 MAX jets, which were involved in two crashes in the last five months and have been grounded in the U.S. 2018 was another record-breaking year in the amount of Freedom of Information Act requests the government received. A study presented at a FOIA advisory committee meeting shows a handful of agencies are bearing the burden of the majority of those requests. The Departments of Homeland Security, Justice, Defense, Health and Human Services, and Veterans Affairs, as well as the Social Security Administration, all ranked as top FOIA request recipients between 2008 and 2016. The study also found that for every FOIA officer in government, there are about 188 FOIA requests. The Volcker Alliance is launching two government-to-university regional marketplaces to help agencies build stronger talent pipelines and create shared research agendas with colleges. Two regional hubs will launch in Kansas City, Missouri and Austin, Texas this spring, with plans to launch more later this fall. The initiative has support from the Office of Management and Budget and Office of Personnel Management. OMB says the goal is to create a systematic way to collaborate and partner with colleges and universities. Acting Defense Secretary Patrick Shanahan is selling the Space Force as an innovation hub, which will consolidate space procurement as he tries to convince Congress to institute the force in the coming months. Shanahan also says the size of the force will be between 15 and 20,000 employees. 
The Pentagon's inspector general has opened a formal investigation into whether acting Defense Secretary Shanahan has been tilting procurements toward his former employee Boeing. The investigation was prompted in part by a complaint from the watchdog group Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington. Crews cited press reports that suggested Shanahan derided Boeing competitors during Pentagon meetings and allegedly pressed the Air Force to buy more of Boeing's F-15 fighter jets. At a Senate hearing last week, Shanahan said he would welcome an IG investigation and that he's followed ethics rules. 15,000 military medical personnel may not stay in the service. The 2020 defense health budget is down for the first time in years due to a planned reduction in military medical personnel. Dentists, nurses, and doctors would transition to civilian jobs under the proposal so the military force can become more lethal. The Social Security Administration is once again pushing back against an attempt by fraudsters with a new campaign. SSA and its inspector general warn calls can even spoof Social Security's national customer service number as the incoming number on caller ID. SSA says while its employees do occasionally contact people by telephone for business purposes, they will never threaten a person or promise a Social Security benefit approval or increase in exchange for information. Is the seat management concept for IT services coming back in vogue? Federal News Network's Jason Miller has more. The Homeland Security Department becomes the latest agency to look back at seat management as a possible concept for its IT, desktop, and end-user support services. DHS is joining the Air Force, the Army, and other agencies to explore whether seat management can make a comeback. DHS released a request for information seeking to transition to a contractor-owned and contractor-operated model for more than 10,000 employees and 12,000 pieces of hardware and software. Responses to the RFI are due March 25th. I'm Jason Miller. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com, search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on iTunes or Podcast One, and follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. 